You are listening to the Daily Future of Work Leadership Briefing powered by Turbine Labs. Youth gun violence soared during pandemic, January 5, 2022. Let's get into today's top stories. Upwards of 4.5 million Americans voluntarily left their jobs in November, the highest in the two decades the government has been keeping track, according to the Labor Department. Many workers are quitting to take advantage of strong employer demand to pursue more profitable opportunities. Employers posted 10.6 million job openings for the month, down from 11 million the previous month and just below July's record. The resignations remained concentrated in the leisure, hospitality and retail trade sectors. A new gauge from the New York Federal Reserve shows global supply chain pressures that have been blamed for disrupting the flow of goods and high inflation may have finally peaked. Known as the Global Supply Chain Pressure Index, the new metric suggests global supply pressures are about 4.5 standard deviations above normal but might start to moderate. The prediction comes as companies have begun testing whether the U.S. can regain some of the manufacturing output it ceded in recent decades. Officials across the U.S. have been insistent on avoiding shutting down businesses or ordering closures to contain the latest coronavirus surge, but Omicron may be taking the decision out of their hands as many workers are testing positive, leading to staff shortages. To combat the spread, President Joe Biden said the U.S. will double its order for a pill from Pfizer to treat COVID infections so it has enough courses for 20 million people. More than a quarter of all professional job positions across North America are expected to be fully remote by the end of this year, up 18% from at the end of 2021, according to a new report from Ladders Inc. The report predicts that more than 20 million jobs will not be going back to the office after the pandemic. Many employees have grown accustomed to the more flexible working arrangements and are not willing to go back into the office full-time. The number of children and teens killed by gunfire has risen sharply during the pandemic, with researchers saying the increase is a product of rising nationwide homicide rates, untreated traumas of COVID-19 and a surge in pandemic gun buying. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported a 50% increase in the rate of gun death of children 14 and younger from the end of 2019 to the end of 2020 and the toll appears to have grown worse last year. Researchers say agencies and schools strained by years of the pandemic are now falling behind in addressing the roots of the current surge in violence affecting children. Content Facts Turbine Labs has tracked 21,476 media articles and blogs and 29,110 social media posts over the last 24 hours. The next Turbine Labs leadership briefing will be delivered on Thursday, January 6, at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Questions or feedback? Don't hesitate to reach out to us directly. Hi, I'm Natalie, and I curated today's New Work Leadership Briefing, powered by Turbine Labs. At Turbine Labs, our AI software reads and identifies significant media at 54,000 times the speed of a human reader, so you can take advantage of the most relevant and impactful information without media fatigue or misinformation. If you enjoyed this daily briefing, I invite you to like, subscribe, and share on social media. To obtain this briefing every day in your email inbox, subscribe by visiting TurbineLabs.com and clicking subscribe on our free briefings tab. Thank you for listening.